and welcome to Yoga Business Bootcamp, where yoga meets business. My name is Amanda Kingsmith, and I am going to be your host throughout this podcast series. I am so excited to take you through a series of conversations around best practices for your yoga business. And at the end of each episode, I hope that you leave feeling educated and ready to elevate your yoga business. Now on to the episode. Hey everyone, Amanda here for another session of Yoga Business Bootcamp. I'm so excited that you've joined me today for today's topic. And today we're talking about something very, very important with your yoga business, and that's getting your first job as a yoga teacher. And there's so many different components to this that are so important. First of all, I want to acknowledge that for some of you, this may not be relevant. There's a lot of teacher trainings that if you're doing them in the town that you live in, they'll offer really great internship or apprenticeship programs or opportunities to teach karma classes after the fact. And you'll really have your foot in the door right off the get-go. But for those of us who didn't have that, which was my case, this is a really, really great conversation to be having because it's talking about how to get your foot in the door, how to get that first job. And like any job, It's really hard to get those opportunities when you don't have experience. So we're going to talk about a couple different things that you can do to really get your foot in the door in the industry. So the first thing that it's important to talk about is the way that it's going to work when you go to get a job. And it's going to be a little bit different everywhere. Um, But I would start by making a list of studios in your community that you're interested in teaching at. And do it from a place of authenticity, not from desperation. Think about yourself as an entrepreneur, not as an employee. So you want to make sure that that studio looks like a good fit for you and that you look like a good fit for them. So that when you approach that studio owner or you pitch yourself, you can really be clear about how your offering is really going to add value to their studio and how you can be a good fit there. If you are able to, I would really, really suggest connecting with the studio owner or the studio manager in person. So the biggest strategy for getting jobs is to do a bunch of intro months or a bunch of intro weeks or a bunch of drop-in classes. Know that this is something you can expense for your business. So if you're thinking, I can't afford to spend $20 on a class and do that five times a week to meet studio owners, well, this is investing in your future. So write those things off and make it happen. Try some new studios and get to know some new people. You want to make sure that when you go to that studio that the community really feels like something that you could be a part of. Like I said before, it's just as much about if it's a good space for you as if you're a good fit for that teacher. So switch your thinking from just being about, you know, am I going to be able to get a job here versus do I really want to work here? Um, Look up where look up when that studio owner teaches and put it in your schedule to go to their classes. So find between three and five studios, look at the schedules, pick out times where you can go to the studio owner's class. And then once you get there, introduce yourself, talk about who you are, be very clear about what you're interested in. Stay in after class, let them know what you like about the studio, that you did some research about them. And you know, I'm a new yoga teacher looking for opportunities. Uh, Is there any chance I can do a teaching demo for you? Or do you have a karma program I could be a part of? Or um, do you have a sub list that I could get onto? Really asking those questions. The worst they're going to say is no, and you're just going to learn from that. Something that you're going to want to have with this is a teaching resume. So if you're going to start by sending emails, you definitely want to have a solid pitch about yourself and a teaching resume that has all of your different uh, education and 
um, you know, continuing education, all your training programs, everything you've done within the yoga industry. And if you're brand new to teaching, include a couple other things that you've done so you can really showcase who you are. And we've got an entire module and video on resumes, so I'm not going to get too deeply into it, but you really want to make sure that you do have this at the point of going around to talk to teachers. You could even print out your resume and offer it up when you go to talk to those studio owners um, to have it right there for them to look at and for them to review. The other thing you're going to want to prep for is a teaching audition. Like I mentioned before, it's probably something they're going to ask for. It's usually between 10 and 30 minutes long, and they just want you to teach. So you really really want to put some effort into this even if you've been teaching for a while. Think about how you can really showcase who you are as a teacher within just a couple of minutes. You're not going to be given a full class most of the time. You just have a couple minutes to teach. Think about basic poses that you can teach. So running through, you know, sun salutations, warrior flows, balance poses, the things that you see in most vinyasa flow classes. Of course, if you're going out for a job in, you know, restorative or yin or power flow or something that's totally different, primary series or ashtanga, obviously prep in that way. That's just an example for vinyasa flow. Um, So just make sure that you're really showcasing yourself. Uh, From there, you're going to want to you know, say yes to as many opportunities as you can. So once you get on these sub lists or have these opportunities, clear your schedule and make it happen. I know it's so, so hard when you're a new teacher because you probably still have a job on the side. I know I did when I started, but, you know, say yes as many times as you can. Really be a yes man. And my big philosophy in the teaching industry is say yes until you find your nose. So when people ask you to teach something, say yes, say yes. And then once you're like, no, I hate teaching that or no, that's not my style or no, I didn't, I did a terrible job at that. I never want to teach that again. Then you know for next time to say no. But until then, say yes. So go find studios that you want to teach at. Go meet studio owners. Build a great resume. Go and kill your teaching audition. Just crush it. Do a great job. Showcase who you are as a teacher and really start getting those teaching hours. The final thing I want to say about getting a teaching job is that if you're having a hard time getting into the market, be creative. Think outside the box. Offer your hairdresser a private session instead of paying them. You know, reach out to your your community on Facebook and ask your friends and family who'd be interested in a yoga class and just start trying to teach as much as you can. Get your girlfriends or your guy friends together for, you know, a wine night and do yoga first. Just offer your services wherever you can, put it out there and talk about what you want to do as much as you can. All right. If you have any questions, let me know at info at mbomyoga.com. Otherwise I'll see you in the next section. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the podcast. To find out more, head on over to mbomyoga.com forward slash yoga business bootcamp. You can also find us on YouTube at www.mbomyoga.com forward slash YouTube. You can join us on social media at Mastering the Business of Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. And you can join our private Facebook community called Yoga Business Badasses. As always, all links are always found on the website. Once again, thanks for joining me and namaste.